everybody will be bottom builder when the balls is heavy as weights. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 57 of Buckets of Duckets. I am your host, Chase Myers, in Seattle, Washington. Every week, I talk to my hilarious best friend and hilarious comedian, the one, Josh Watts. Good evening, shitheads. It's your co-host, Buck Rogers from the 25th century. I am the man that invented Twitter. Uh, This is episode 57 which is 24 more than 33, 33 being uh, famously, famously Scotty Pippen's jersey number. That's a current reference for you. Thank you. Uh, hey. I don't know if you saw. More right, so though. than you realize. More so than you realize because he, uh, Scotty Pippen, I'm, I'm sorry to jump in. in no, the no. Middle of you, but I just, I want to give no. some process. Scotty Pippen and Kevin Durant are beefing on Twitter like as we speak. So like, you actually couldn't be more current. <laughs> no. Uh, huh? fucking yeah. Let huh? me just get it out there right quick. So, uh, Scotty Pippen said Kevin Durant uh, doesn't know how to play team ball, right? Uh, he can he can hit all the shots. He's one of the most talented dudes. Can't play team ball, right? Uh, <laughs> Durant then uh, reminded Scotty Pippen that he uh, pouted on the bench one time because they wrote <laughs> they made a play for the great Tony Kukoc and not him. And he didn't go into the game. And then he later said, "Oh yeah, you're the same dude." that didn't rehab his knee in the offseason because you didn't want to ruin your summer. Uh, so, AD kind of went at him pretty hard. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, I love uh, the Bulls, I love Scotty Pippen, I love them all, but i tell you what, right now, uh, Mr. Pippen, you keep Tony Kukoc's name out your goddamn mouth. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Don't you ever forget. Nothing when they run a play, <laughs> When they run a play for Tony Kukoc, you say thank you. Okay? You, say and you get thank in there. You. Thank you for letting me sit front row and witness this mastery put on by the cooch. All right? God damn. I'll set a screen. Of course I'll set a screen for the cooch. Thanks on, for letting man. me. Thanks Thank for you, giving Phil me Jackson. the opportunity. The Croatian sensation, the cooch is going to run behind me on the court? Absolutely. It'll be the highlight of my career. Man. So, once again, that's your 90s basketball minute here at Buckets of Duckets. Every week, we check in on your favorite retired 90s basketball (laughs) stars. Let you know what we think about them. Throw some names up there you don't forget. We pretty much only talk about Tony Kukoc, though. So, it's basically Uh, just a weekly update on what's going on with the Croatian sensation. Next week, though, we find out. uh, We talk about the glove Gary Payton has been feuding with former Seattle Sonics point guard Dana Barros over stepping on his sandals at a barbecue they had at their mom's house, at Peyton's mom, at the Gloves' mom's house, Mrs. Gloves' house. And I got good sources on that because one time I went to a Mariners game out here and I saw Ken Griffey Jr. throw out the first pitch to Gary mm-hmm. Payton. So it's like I know, I kind of know him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, I we I got a exactly good scoop on that. <laughs> we were in the same stadium. We Dana there. Barros was like, a real best player. Friends. Uh, I had it in my head. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'd had it in my head when I'd play that Tecmo NBA Bowl that uh, if I swapped out, uh, I, I'd always put uh, Sean Kemp as a point guard because then I could run down the field, uh, down the court, and I'd put Dana Barrows in because in my head, he shot good, even though it was an 8-bit Nintendo game, so it was all it didn't matter. But Dana Barrows is my boy. And I, it, that's why it, it's going to pain me next week to talk about what the glove had to do to him. Look, he busted up. The glove's not responsible for that. He's not responsible for that. <laughs> Look, 
That's what happens when you mess with Gary Payton. Okay, we all know that. That man these people up. <laughs> he beat up eight of Sean Kemp's kids last week. Sean Kemp, for real, opened a, a, a dispensary out here in Seattle. No shit. Sean Kemp uh, was, I used to fucking love watching him dunk on people. Sean Kemp was one of my yeah. favorites back in the day. Yeah, you know what Diddy Man was that year that uh, they had the lockout in like 98? Dude, we're just going to spend some time in 90s basketball right I'm now. I'm good with it. Uh, I'm good. They had the lockout in 98. They only played 50 games, and a lot of players thought that they weren't going to have a season. And uh, Sean Kemp showed up very out of shape, <laughs> like 40 pounds overweight. And he never really got back. Like, that was it for his career. Basically. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. He, uh, he Oliver Miller, that son of a bitch. Do you remember Oliver Miller? Yeah, of the course. Phoenix- the heaviest man in basketball. Phoenix Suns. Well, he was. Then Glenn Davis. Oh, big baby. Oh, big baby. <laughs> Baton Rouge, baby. Bro, I was watching a video on, uh, it was just a basketball video, like a top 10 type thing, and uh, they were just doing uh, nicknames or something like that, and uh, for some reason, maybe it wasn't that, but for whatever reason, they started talking about Big Baby. Oh, I think it was when Kevin Garnett made him cry on the bench that one time. Uh, and, I don't know uh, that story. Uh, Whoa, I don't know that story. Uh, Big Baby. Yeah, so Big Baby. All right, well, here, I'll tell you the part that annoyed me, and then yeah. I'll tell you that. So, uh they they talk about this moment and then they're like and that's how he got the nickname big baby and josh i hated myself for this but because i'm from baton rouge because big baby's only like two years older than me our our high school denim springs we used to play uh university high Mm -hmm. and he was big baby then when i was in high school he was big baby like that was a name that his like mother gave him and i felt like such an asshole but i couldn't let it go and I had to leave a YouTube comment like I'm Joey or some fucking loser. And I fucking was like, actually, as, uh, uh, as, as somebody from Louisiana who went to high school around the time that he did, I could say he was Big Baby then. And then I just waited for everybody to thank me and like it and go, oh, my God, thank you so much for shedding light on this. We'll change it. And nobody cared. Everybody just left my genius. Really? Just left it there to sit. Nobody, That's nobody. I, I was waiting for the next video to come out for the apology of like, oh my god, I'm so we're so sorry about our about our horrible reporting until we were set straight by a man who's got the greatest podcast of all time. Clearly, you should go check that out. Uh, but it didn't happen. They just hating on us like fucking Steve Jobs. Uh, so Kevin uh, Kevin Garnett was uh, famously. Uh, very mean on the court. Uh, so he, just ever, he was just mean to everybody. Yeah, he was very intense. And uh, uh, and now he was a good teammate. That. I yeah, don't hate that. he was a good teammate from what I understand. But he would do fucked up shit. Like he, uh, like the the stories that came out about his trash talk. So the one, a couple famous ones. Uh, Tim Duncan's mother died, uh, and then the next uh, Mother's Day. Whenever Garnett he played the Spurs on Mother's Day, he told Tim Duncan Happy Mother's Day. Uh, knowing that his mom had died, uh, Charlie Villanueva. You said Tim Duncan. You said yeah, Tim said D- it to Tim Duncan. Fuck I know him. you don't. I know you're Fuck the him. one person in the world that doesn't like Tim Duncan. Fuck you, but- Tim Duncan. <laughs> yeah. I hope you watch this right now. Fuck you, Tim Duncan. <laughs> Tell the world your fucking crazy reason why you don't like Tim Duncan. <laughs> 
I don't remember what I told you it was now. <laughs> oh, oh, so now you don't even fucking care? <laughs> you gave me this long fucking speech about how you ruined David Robinson because now he it's did. like David Robinson, David Robinson needed Tim Duncan to win a championship and that made you mad for some reason. Instead it, of For some reason, for some reason, <laughs> the fucking admiral needs help from some water-headed asshole named Tim Duncan. Get the fuck out of here. Tim Duncan looked like he could, ah, oh, fuck. Admiral didn't need nobody. That was a one-man Navy SEAL team of basketball. If they could have built a fucking team around him, worth the fuck, they'd have had a championship on the Admiral, but they didn't. They put that water-headed asshole Tim Duncan in there, and he couldn't do shit for him. Then everybody's like, oh, look, Dave Robson needed Tim Duncan. Fuck Tim Duncan. Fuck Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan and Reggie Miller could fuck each other up a mountain until the time ends. Fuck them both. SEAL Team 1. Charlie Villanueva. (laughs) <laughs> Charlie Villanueva uh, is a guy who has alopecia, so he has no hair, and he played uh-huh. in the league. And uh, Kevin Garnett uh, called him a cancer patient. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony's wife is uh, Lala. She was like an MTV personality. Well, for I remember while. Lala. Kinda like Lala. So that's Carmelo Anthony's wife, and. Uh, and Kevin Garnett said that she tasted like Fruit Loops or something like that, and uh, they had to like restrain Mello from <laughs> trying to beat the fuck out of KG. Uh, yeah, got a lot of stuff like that. He's got Damn. just a, a million stories of things like that. Uh, so Big Baby is uh, he's a rookie or something, and and KG's giving him the tough love, and he's like yelling at him uh, on the bench about something that he fucked up. And uh, he just yelled at him so hard that uh, Big Baby started crying on the bench on national TV, just crying because KG was mean to him. And, uh, yeah. Already Big Baby before that moment. He was already known as This Is Big Baby. (laughs) And then he cried on national TV. You can't cry. You can't. Nah, dude, you can't cry because somebody yelled at you. You put a knife in their neck or you fucking, you know what I mean? Like, you don't cry. You don't cry, big baby. God damn, who are you, Morgan Wright? Get the fuck. What are you talking about? <laughs> big baby. So, you told a story last week. Oh, uh, man. Chase. In the, <laughs> in, the, you know, in the world. You know, I think Kevin Garnett would have actually enjoyed the story, considering what he told uh, Charlie Villanueva. Uh, but, yeah, I heard you got some, you got some feedback from uh, uh, last week. Chase, during this last week, I have found out exactly who in my life listens to our podcast and yeah. who's currently up to date on it. Uh, my wife had a lot of awkward conversations because her coworkers like to listen to our show, so she had a lot of uh, a lot of explaining that I'm actually a good person. He's great with kids, though. He loves. <laughs> he's not, a, he's like, not a monster. Are you leaving him at home with the kids? Is he watching the kids right now? Uh, yeah, there was a, yeah, I got a lot, and like, people that, people that I went to school <laughs> with that know who I was talking about messaged me to tell me that it's fucked up that I said something about it because he's obviously going through stuff. Oh, they can get over it. They can get over that part. So, uh, I got a lot of that, and I got a lot of people like- Is what he's going through fucking fraud? Is that what he's going through? Is he going, what through, he's going through a tough time of trying being to- Being a lying piece people? of shit. <laughs> what he's going through is yeah. being a lying piece of shit, pretending he has cancer when actually he's just infected with being a shit bug. 
Yeah, shit I'm sorry bomb. that we fucking talk shit about somebody that's using cancer as a way to fucking scheme money. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry we did. We should have been more oh, fucking sensitive no. to the yeah, goddamn cancer. Has, <laughs> hashtag cancel buckets and nuggets, huh? Cancel cancer. Cancel fake cancer. That's what I say. Hey, how about you hashtag that? You bunch of bitches. How about you hashtag? <laughs> but uh, dude, people that just that was message me. I- People would just message me his name, like, are you talking about, and they would say his name. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. People that I never in a million years would think listen to the show. My floor supervisor from the month and a half I worked at Target before Zoe was born listens to our podcast. What's up, buddy? Target yeah, guy. Remember when you caught Josh eating that cheese? Lady. <laughs> this is the lady that didn't. This is the lady that didn't catch me eating the cheese. She's the one who assigned me to the cheese to help me out. Right? But she's a Christian, and she told me that in the review of the episode. If that tells you anything about what she thought about what I said, she mentioned, <laughs> <laughs> she mentioned that she was a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if somebody is reviewing something that you've done, some content that you've created or something, and they start with, look, I am a... First off, I love God. I, I, need, I feel like I need to say that. Before, before. we enter the rest <laughs> of this conversation, I just need you to know, uh, Lord and Savior. That's my guy, okay? So, Chase, people, uh, I could have told the story better, I imagine. Was ju- the so general I, consensus. I thought people would be upset with you just because of, like, the begin, yeah, the beginning of it where it definitely seemed like uh, you were making fun of him for having cancer or not caring about him for having cancer. Uh, once it twisted around and we found out that he was actually a fraud, that part, I don't, the whole, like, oh, he's, he's clearly going through stuff. Stop being such meanies on that show, Josh. Oh, you're just so mean. That, get the fuck out of here. He's obviously yeah. fucking trying to get over on people. And if he's, if he's doing that scheme, <laughs> there's other schemes, okay? Oh, there's other stuff sure. that he's done. That's not hey. the first, he wasn't a fucking great person and then one day decide to fake cancer as, like, yeah. that's going to be my, my fucking sticking my toe in some con yeah. artist shit. Like, that's no. not your first move out the gate is faking cancer. Nah, dude. Um, I was surprised at how many of the reactions were people being angry that I made them think I was such a horrible piece of shit for so long, and then only yeah, that was what of, I was angry about. But then I only kind of relieved it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I did get I got more I got more messages about this episode than I ever have anything that we've done on the show. I think, and I was surprised <laughs> at the ones that were like, "Well, you know, he has a a, a mental." issue and blah. I was like, well, the mental issue isn't brain cancer like he told everybody it was, so he can go fuck himself. I, like, I... Yeah, also, are you sure he has a mental issue? Did he tell you (laughs) that he has a mental issue? this is the first conversation me and you have had in 25 years since high school. I don't give a shit what you think. Why are you listening to my podcast? Don't. Wait till we get on Patreon and pay me for it first. This is fucking crazy. You shouldn't get it for free. I'll find out who your your internet provider is. Dunzo. Dunzo. (laughs) Buckets of Duckets, not know. available in Livingston Parish. But I did get, uh, it was surprising how uh, uh, people had opinions, Chase. People huh. had opinions. That's the thing about people. <laughs> That's the thing about them. They're all thinking and can make up their own thoughts. Like, I try to make them think exactly what we think and to mm-hmm. see that we're always perfect and right. Yeah. Uh, but some people don't, they don't always go there. Ooh, Chase, look, I'm listening to you and I don't mean to distract, but this is a new shirt and it's like, it's a nice, if you're, if you're only listening, I'm wearing a very, uh, beautiful purple shirt that's clinging upon my traps. $30,000 that shirt. Uh, this is only 25,000. This is a, it was a summer edition. (laughs) 
But <laughs> I got. I look like it's such a good color purple. I look like if Skeletor got real fucking jacked. Do you see this? Yeah, dude. God yeah, Skeletor damn. glew up. Man, look at that glow up on Skeletor. Skeletor hey, been eating right, been pumping weights. Got a nice shirt now. Look at him. He's just doing a podcast with his friends. <laughs> Yo, good for Skeletor, man. Good for him. You know? I thought he had brain cancer, but it turned out. No, he's fine. <laughs> Chase, do you see this picture that I'm pointing at? If I you're do only see listening, that. If, the, if you're listening to the audio version of this, you need to uh, immediately stop what you're doing. And go to YouTube and click on Buckets of Nuggets. Like and subscribe. And then look yeah, exactly subscribe while you're there. at the picture I'm pointing at. Um, it's a picture of one of the trolls from the 2016 uh, movie. And Zoe colored it for me for Father's Day. And she wrote Zoe on the top and drew a big heart. And when she gave it to me, she said it was because I was the best dad in the world. Uh, so the first thing I did was <laughs> go to the store and buy a frame. And I put it right behind me. Nice. So and then that rocket ship she made today at, at summer camp. Nice. So obviously yeah. she didn't listen to last week's episode. No, she didn't. Did I talk about okay. it last week? Oh. <laughs> no. No, I'm saying Zoe didn't listen to last week's episode. Oh, she... the cancer thing? Oh, she listened to it after she she tried to take it down. After she listened to yeah. it, she wanted it back. She <laughs> said, said I don't, my picture back. I don't want my picture associated with that kind of garbage on the internet. You need to get rid of it. <laughs> I don't don't bring my name up either. Uh, Take me out of the intro. I got some other good news, Chase. By the time this comes out, all right, this is Monday. This will be out on Monday. So uh, if you're listening to this on Monday, the Friday previously, like yesterday to you was Sunday and Saturday. That Friday, I did a show at the station in Baton Rouge. I fucking killed it. I murdered. I headlined a birthday show for me. And Morgan Wright was there. He cried because my set was so good. He came up to me after crying. He couldn't even look me in the eyes afterwards. Because I did so good. Uh, it was amazing. Seth Hartley was there. I had to beat him up. He got way too drunk. I had to beat him up. It was part of my set. He gets touchy. That's the thing it was about weird. him. Yeah. All, he, he gets all touchy. And... I didn't like it, so I just started punching him. Uh, and I'm, I did such a great set there that August 6th and 7th uh, at Club 337 in Lafayette, Louisiana, uh, Carlos Mencia will be featuring for me. In Lafayette, at Club 337, uh, two shows That's on the That's a good six. gift for him. That's two a good gift for him. Set. Well, it's not in stone yet. He's, uh, <laughs> you know, Carlos Mencia from Comedy Central and Mind and Mencia will be featuring for me uh, Josh Watts from Buckets of Duckets and Your Dad's Nightmares and Your Mom's Fantasies uh, at Club did 337. You, uh, did you get him to send you a tape? Uh, yeah, I did. I haven't watched it yet. A lot of people vouched for him, so I just went ahead and said, all right. <laughs> Seems like he's a good guy. He's got a good reputation amongst comics, you know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I'm doing a show. I'm featuring for Carlos Mencia uh, August 6th and 7th at Club 337 in Lafayette, Louisiana. I wanted to get on the Shane. The Shane Gillis is coming to Lafayette. And I asked. Isn't he, uh, isn't he kind of a shithead, Shane Gillis? Isn't that his thing? I, okay. Uh, I don't want this to be Cancer Story Part 2. But yes, I think he is, but that's kind of why okay. I want to meet him. He was the guy that got kicked off of Saturday Night Live because that's he was... That's the guy, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, first I... story for people who don't know. My bad. He got kicked off of Saturday Night Live because some old stuff came up from uh, a podcast he did that was uh, racially insensitive. And a lot yeah. of people made the excuse that he's an idiot from Mississippi, So, blah, blah. but I'm an idiot from Louisiana, and I don't... 
I don't have any. No, we just talk about cancer. Yeah, cancer people can get mad at me, but Asian community, so far as 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 far as I know, they genuinely love buckets of ducats. I think. Um, <laughs> but afterwards, the way he handled it on Twitter was really funny to me. I I just I thought he was funny. He didn't hide from it. He fired back at people. It, it seemed funny, and he's done some sketches that I've seen on uh, YouTube and stuff that were pretty funny, and uh, some of his clips of his stand-up are funny. So I wanted to see if it was just... What he said was shitty. I don't remember the exact exactly what it was, but I remember I was like, oh, that's it's shitty. But I wanted to see, I just wanted to see what he was what he was about. I wanted to see what he was about. I'm not trying to justify what he said. That's not what I just wanted to see what he was about. He's done some funny sketches and stuff, so uh, I asked to get on the show, and they told me no. Uh, it was already booked. Uh, they didn't need any more racist white guys. Uh, no more big chubby white guys. And just to be clear, guys, so. they weren't getting another one in you. No, they, they no, just no, no, had no, 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 no. They just had plenty on the show. <laughs> just and every then, person that's on that show is racist. So just yeah. oh, keep that in mind them. when you go. Every single one. <laughs> uh, and then they asked me if I want to do the Mencia show. Uh, apparently, and this is this is weird to me. But he said uh, like not a lot of people wanted to do it. Uh, I'm guessing because of the the past of the the joke thieving and stuff. Yeah, I want to talk about that. So, uh, yeah, there's a thing with him. So, Mencia, uh, you know, obviously, the 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 thing that most people know him from, as far as comedians, is whenever our Lord and Savior Joe Rogan uh, went up on stage and took comedy back uh, from this thief. Uh, he, he went beat on stage him to death on stage with a kettlebell. He, he just did. Beat, he and took he, a whole bunch of everybody, beat him to death. <laughs> And everybody just pointed and laughed. They just pointed and yeah. laughed at him. Uh, so for real, Mencia was stealing jokes. It's it's a known thing. It's not even you can't even deny it. Motherfucker stealing jokes. He uh, he's doing a set at the comedy store like fucking 10, 12 years ago, forever ago, like maybe fifteen years ago now. I think, and, I think uh, it was two thousand and nine. I think. I mean, it was after I had started comedy, and we've been doing comedy for ten years. So I mean, it was oh, before. Yeah. It was before yeah. I started comedy, and I so it's at least older than ten years. Got to be close to fifteen somewhere up in there. Right. And so, uh, doing a set. Uh, Joe Rogan's also on the show, uh, so he takes that time to go up and uh, tell him that he's a you know he's a thief. He's stealing people's jokes. He's uh, Joe Rogan's completely right. He's one hundred percent right the whole thing. But it fucking blows up. It goes viral like very early on in like the viral YouTube stuff. And uh, and now every comedian uh, feels like they have to strongly hate this man uh, forever. Some comedians have decided they're actually not going to write jokes themselves. They're just going to always shit on Carlos Mencia for for 20 years. They're just going to it's just going to be their personality forever is no. He stole jokes. No. And then and then Joe Rogan had to go. And then they just use that Joe Rogan fire that they have 
uh, and hate this man. And then they feel like whenever Carlos Mencia comes to town, that if uh, their open mic ass opens for him, that everybody's going to go, no, you're on the other side of Joe Rogan, and now you're not welcome here anymore. Uh, instead of just being like, hey, I'm going to be performing for 200 people because he sells out every fucking show uh, who don't know who I <laughs> am, who will now come show. find me. Yeah, <laughs> right. who will now come look me up and will know my comedy. And guess what? You don't have to be best friends with the people you open for. But you don't have to know them at all. I, years ago, one of my first big shows I ever did was opening for Carlos Mencia. I opened for Mencia. At Holy the shit, Improv. I totally forgot about that. I totally forgot yeah. about that. It was my yeah, like very first thing. I was I was doing comedy for like nine months. Uh, I heard uh, I I listened to Mencia on Mark Maron's podcast way back when. Whenever uh, Mark Maron was doing his detective work and was going to make Mencia cry on a podcast and uh, tell the world apologize to comedy was what he was trying to do. And, the reason uh, I found Mark uh, Maron's podcast and Joe Rogan's podcast was because of the Mencia thing. I listened yeah. to so much podcast about that <laughs> that incident while driving to and from uh, X-ray school. <clears throat> I, whenever I was like, uh, I, I always wanted to be a comic. I didn't like know it, but I, I would come <clears throat> home. I would watch. I'd watch Sports Center, and I would watch Comedy Central presents. I'd watch that just over and over again. Carlos Mencia had a very good Comedy Central presents, or at least thirteen year old Chase thought he did. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And uh, and I remember watching it and going, man, I really, I like the way he performs. Uh, because that's the thing. The man is a fucking amazing performer. Like, the dude delivers jokes great. He's just a yeah. thief. He's a fucking, which, by the way, I, I guess I'm coming off a little coy on that. Like, he's a piece of shit for it. You don't fucking steal jokes. Like, he's absolutely deserved all the fucking hate that he got. But I just, I always have a problem with the comedian that has made it his personality to hate Carlos Mencia. Like, get the fuck over it. You're not I mean, the comedy police. <laughs> Nobody's looking right. to you to fucking straighten shit out. Just handle your business and who gives a fuck what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And so God, I listened to, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm serious. And so I listened yeah, to. Yeah, you motherfuckers. Why don't you fucking <laughs> shut the fuck up? Yeah. How about you fucking put your head down and do your goddamn work and not Be worry funny. about the motherfucker that had a Comedy Central show and has had like eight specials, okay? He's there's nothing you can do that's gonna affect that dude. Cause guess what? Since he fucking got hated by all the comedians, guess what he did? He just goes sells out casinos all over the yeah. country because the the normal person doesn't fucking care about our comedy At bullshit. At nope. all. They nope. don't care. They don't give a fuck if the joke is told by George Lopez or Carlos Mencia. They're going to laugh. They know that he's yes. a guy that they saw on TV 15 years ago. So they're going to pay tickets and come out and they just want to laugh. They're there waiting to laugh. They're dying to laugh. Hard pussies and wet dicks packed in like fucking sardines. And I'm going to go in there with my blazing axe and I'm going to slay that whole fucking crowd. It is crazy that you wouldn't do that show. I'm not going to be his best friend. I don't, he might be a nice guy. I don't even know if he still steals jokes. I don't know. I don't care. Joe Rogan paid me to put a knife in his neck. So that's immediately what I'm going to do. <laughs> Cash that check, bro. Cash that check and stab that neck. <laughs> stab it next and cash the checks. <laughs> I just, it is cra It is crazy to me that like <laughs> who gives a shit? Like it, nobody is going <clears> to, <throat> What he got like he got his so many he got his so many shows he sold out so much that the club that other national headliners come to and does one show a night he has to do two a night 
Why would you not want to be featured on that show? I'm going to do yeah, 20 no, minutes before that while they're waiting there, just fucking hard pussies and wet dicks waiting for me. And people don't want, come on, man. Jesus, I'm going to go out there and just fucking. Yeah! And then uh, guess what? So, this podcast is going to shoot through the fucking roof. Boom. Giving out stickers. Giving out stickers at those shows. Uh, maybe. EOD. I, I plan uh, on it. I'm going to order them. EODs. So, listening to Marin. Marin's trying to make him cry and apologize to comedy daddy Joe Rogan. And uh, he won't do it. He did do it the first time. He talks to Al Magical, who's like, you need to fucking go back in. Uh, Mark Marin goes back into the second episode. This time he's more fired up and uh, really puts the heat to him. Whatever, right? But while I was listening to this, I remembered like, oh, yeah, I used to really like that special, that half hour special he did. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, you know, like I said, I don't know if I'd like it today, but Teenage Chase thought it was funny. Right. And so listening to this, I'm very early in comedy, maybe a couple months. Uh, Mencia mentioned something about, hey, young comedians, if you're looking for an opportunity, I don't mind having a bunch of comics open for me. Like I give up spots. Right. And so I on Twitter. And like, which is a cool thing to do, even if he's a shitty person, that's a cool thing to do, yeah, to share uh, that kind of reach with up and yeah. And, and it might have been, I mean, I think he was always doing it, but it might have just been a him trying to rehab his thing, or whatever. So, anyway, I hear that and I go, and I'm a young, hungry comic, and I go, Man, I'm gonna shoot this shot. And so, I literally I, I fucking tweet at Carlos Mencia, this is like 2009, it was very early Twitter. I tweet at Mencia, I guess it wouldn't have been that, it'd have been like 2012 because I didn't start comedy until 2011. So it was like somewhere up in there, 2011, 2012. Early. I, uh, I, uh, I, I tweet at him, hey, man, let's do you on a podcast. Uh, I, I enjoy your stories. I'm just starting in comedy. Bam. Right? He immediately, like he was waiting for me. Like we're just best buddy. He immediately fucking writes back, like anything, any help that you need, let me know, whatever. He DMs me, uh, says, hey, I would love to keep up with you. Uh, blah 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 whatever I sent him a video of myself uh, which was at Sea Beavers you ever see Beavers? I do was that that's Johnny the type Rock? Of places, yeah it was Johnny Rock show that's the type of places that I uh, that I came up performing at classy classy uh, venues like Sea Beavers and, uh, and you know, you're those... standing up in the middle of all the tables at Sea Beavers they're yeah. behind you and all around I'm on you. the floor you're in the middle yeah you're on the floor there's no <laughs> stage you're just standing on the floor nah, dude. and they would do that that place would do a weekly competition. I think it was on Sundays, and they would do a competition every week. And the winner of the competition would get fifty bucks. And then the next week, they got to come back and headline. And I would go down there and win that all the time. I would just go down there and just fucking take that money. And uh, and give so that was that was give me them ducats, baby. I got buckets at that point. My my buckets weren't so full, <laughs> uh, but I was going I was going fifty ducats at a time, you know. And so. I sent him that video. Obviously, it's horrible. I'm like six months in at this time. I'm performing on like just some, you know, bar room, whatever. Uh, I sent it to him. He watches it. And he sends me back. Hey, I really like this joke. Uh, what you should do is next time I'm close and I'm performing at a club, you should come to the show. Uh, and I said, okay. And then I looked at his schedule and he was coming to some casino in like, Venton, Louisiana, or something like like a city I never heard of. I, I didn't sure. know, but it was yeah, it was called uh something Downs Casino, and they like have horse races there and stuff. I forget what it yeah. Oh, and, uh, uh, 
I know what yeah. you're talking about, though. I, until you just said, until I was put on the spot, I know exactly what you're talking about. And yeah, and, and, oh. and, and so I drive. I drive like three hours to that show, and I just I buy a fucking ticket, and I go watch Carlos with just a hundred. By the way, this is why I don't have fucking sympathy for any of these fucking open mic shits that fucking email me all the time, asking me like advice for them of stuff to do or how I get material or whatever. <laughs> this is how you fucking do it. You go find where people are doing stuff that you want to do, and you go watch, and you go fucking learn. Yeah. Like That's what it is. You go put yourself out there. So I drive three hours. Pay a fucking ticket. Go watch his show. I go stand in the fucking merch line after. Josh, I'm hungry. You can't fucking Bro, stop me, right? You got to get I, that I'm tummy the, full. I'm in the merch line. I uh, I buy a fucking CD or something. I take a picture with him. And I tell him, hey, man, I'm that guy that you've been talking to on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, he, he remembered immediately. We talked for a second. And uh, and then he was, was like, he, Look, he was I'm nice. Good. He was really nice. He was nice. He was really nice. And he said, dude, I want to see what you do. He was like, I, I think you're not ready for a place like this because he was performing in front of like hundreds of people uh, yeah. at this almost like theater type. He was like, you should do. He was like, I'm going to be in Houston. You should let me know about that. And then he like hooked me up with like his road manager. And then I, I went to the Houston Improv and did five minutes in front of 400 people. Uh, and it was like. And it was like the it was like my early like oh wow because the scene that we came up in was always performing for twenty people that may oh, yeah. or may not even know that comedy is happening. Yep. we've talked about it a million times the TVs and the and, and, you know it just I, I never got to see that was always my problem and that was the reason why I wanted to move from Louisiana as much as I love Louisiana is that I, I, I there's just not an example of like where you can go. Nope. In Louisiana, no. that, yeah. there's a little bit more there. I appreciate what Jason's doing, the shows that you're yeah. doing that he's putting on has at least brought in people. But when we started, nobody was coming to Louisiana to do no. shows, and they definitely weren't doing the venues that we were doing. You know what <laughs> no. I'm saying? And <laughs> no. so, <laughs> no, they were not. And, but Jason has actually got them coming in and doing like regular venues around town in Lafayette and whatever and all that stuff. Uh, and yeah, so I went and I did five minutes. There was this other dude. I remember him forever. I, he's still doing comedy. This guy named Raul Sanchez. Uh, he's still in the Houston area. And he was another guy that they gave like five minutes to at the beginning. And uh, and we're sitting there. And uh, dude is ner- I've never seen, like to this day, I've never seen somebody more nervous than he was. Like he was freaking the fuck out, like shaking and sweating. Oh, he's like, oh. And he's like, hey, man, how did you get this? And I was like, I fucking, uh, I sent him a message on Twitter. And he said, come out to Houston. <laughs> and that was, he's like, really? And I was like, yeah. He was like, how long have you been doing it? And I was like, eight, nine months. He's like, what? And I was like, yeah. He had been doing it for like three years. It was freaking out like this. He yeah, runs away you. from our, he runs away from our conversation, goes throw up. Comes back. I was like, dude, I just fucking threw up. I was like, dude, you do. I was like, and, but you know, this is my first big show. So I'm like, is this yeah. what comedians are like? Like, is this, is, am I weird for not freaking the fuck yeah, out like this? Dude. Cause this dude was like, he was like, I throw up before every show. I'm always fucking nervous. And I was like, Jesus, really? Holy fuck. And, I shit uh, myself for five minutes before every <laughs> show. I just shit. <laughs> I can't stop it. I, I can't to. control it. It just goes. <laughs> I got to. Uh, here, I'll bring you back to basketball right quick. Bill Russell, famously before I've said famously for all of my stories tonight. I don't know what that is, right, but that's... they're all famous. That's what yeah. they are. They're world-renowned don't stories. Don't you fucking question it, you shit uh, buckets? 
How dare you, okay? By the way, no five-star review on Apple Podcasts this week. Don't think I didn't fucking forget that. Uh, So get on your fucking shit. Apple Podcasts, five stars. YouTube, subscribe. We put pressure on you, YouTube. Subscribe. We got to get to a thousand. We got to get to a thousand. That's when they give us money is at a thousand. You understand how fucking, how many people that is? It's a thousand. (laughs) (laughs) Think about a thousand people. That's so many fucking people. A thousand fucking people. Think about that. Yeah, a thousand anything. You can't handle a thousand of anything. Uh, God damn it, that's what. So Raul throws up and shits his pants, and it goes up on stage <laughs> and fucking annihilate. He fucking destroyed. He fucking ripped the shit out. Oh, Bill Russell used to throw up before every game. That's what I was going with that. And Rick Barry used to shit before every game. So there is there is a precedent set. <laughs> for what yeah. Raul Sanchez was doing. Full name, by the way. Message him, say, hey, Good. Chase, that guy you met 10 years ago that you haven't talked to <laughs> since, but he remembered your name, he's been talking about you shitting your pants before you went on stage. So <laughs> He said you cried he'll about love it. it. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was part of it. He was crying, shitting, throwing up all at the same time. Just just, <laughs> just evacuating everything. Just going. Sweats is gross. Famously. Uh, Famously, famously, <laughs> shit famously, <laughs> shit everywhere. It's <laughs> uh, I go up, uh, I do my set, my little yuck yucks for five minutes. Fucking do really well. I do legit well. Like I would tell you if I didn't do well, I do well, and uh, I couldn't believe it. And uh, then they asked me if I want to go to Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, like a month or so later, and I go out there. I do four more shows with them. And uh, and God, yeah, damn. that was and that was. Dude, where I'm, gonna, I was... I'm gonna drop your name immediately. I'm like, I'm best friends with Chase Myers, and he's gonna be like, oh <laughs> fuck, <laughs> yes! that dude. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, and they didn't give me a place to stay. I slept in my car for two days, uh, and, uh, but I didn't complain. I didn't complain because I wanted to do those shows. I wanted to be in front of a full crowd that paid to see comedy. So I didn't fucking so complain that they gave me a place. Yeah, and uh, and I did those shows. I did well. I remember the one thing that stuck out to me was, uh, you know, I, back then especially, I was real like uh, kind of to myself and like mm. quiet and awkward and stuff. And uh, I, I just I was tired. I was really tired because I wasn't getting very much sleep in my car. And uh, yeah. the last night, Mencia asked me if I wanted to go eat with him. Uh, and I said no. <laughs> I, I think about that all the time. I'm like, why did I say no? That had to have fucking thrown him off. Like he's like, hey, you'll come out to eat. I was like, ah, nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> I just told him I was good. <laughs> but I did a show opening up for Emo Phillips, and then uh, one of my like idols. And uh, when he got off stage, I said hey, and then he was doing his merch line, and I left. And like five minutes after I left, he took all the comics out and they ate burgers. And uh, he asked where I was, where the other guy was, me being the other oh, guy. Oh, that's kind of hurt. And I was driving. You know where I was? I was on the fucking spillway by myself listening to an audiobook, just driving home. <laughs> Why well, Emo Phillips is asking about you. <laughs> I my name. Nice other guy. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> that's it. Fucking me. Uh, he did tell me my paintings joke was funny. He was in the back of the room when I was doing my set, and I saw him, and I was like, holy fuck, Emo Phillips is watching my set. And then he came up to me when I came off, and he said, stop me. He said, your paintings bit was really, really funny. And I was like, it was the least cool cool interaction I've ever had with somebody. Thank Uh, you, Mr. Emo. 
Right. <laughs> and, dude, he was so fucking good. Anyway, uh, I hope Mincy is a nice guy. He's never stolen any of my jokes, so I don't... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go up there and uh, I'm not gonna fight the comedy fight for you. I'm gonna fucking ride his coattails into okay. however many hundreds of people there. But I tell you what, you know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get up oh. there. I'm gonna murder that crowd. Me and him are gonna become really good friends. And then when he gets up for his set, he's gonna open with one of your jokes. And I'm like, wait a minute, this motherfucker. He's gonna be talking about donuts and not having fifty cents. I'm like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You <laughs> son of a bitch. I do know. You remember I used to do that water fountain. <laughs> I used to do that water fountain joke. Yeah. Uh, that I've I think I talked about it on an episode of here that as actually I've I've met other comics that do that same joke. So it's either just a I it's not as brilliant of a joke as I thought it was, or everybody stole from me. Uh, For the first but, couple of years we did comedy, every single comic who was good at comedy that we talked to told you they wished that was their joke or like they wanted mm-hmm. that joke or like uh, it turned out it could have been theirs. Yeah, <laughs> one of them was especially aggressive about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we we had a buddy of I'll, I'll put it. We're not saying anything crazy about him, but yeah, uh, Tony Frederick is a, a New Orleans comic. He's also an actor. Uh, he's been a cop in every movie you've ever seen a cop in. Yeah, if you've ever he, seen he, a movie, <laughs> yeah, he, he was <laughs> he was that cop. You remember that movie? That's him from that movie. So. <laughs> I fucking love, I love Tony man. Uh, yeah, he's great. But he uh he he really romanticized how much he helped me with that joke. Uh because the actual answer is not at all. Not at uh, all. not even a little bit. But he saw me one of the first times I told it. But so the joke was just the premise of can you imagine if somebody from a third world country saw a water fountain, right? Mm-hmm. And how crazy it is. We have so much water, we're just decorating our city with it. When you look <laughs> at the bottom, oh my God, is there money at the bottom of this fountain, right? That's good, the whole, yeah. That's it's a it's a great bit. It's such a great bit. Greg Fix Simmons did it. Uh, <laughs> I, I know, I know a guy, Mike Evans, that did it, and somebody on Conan did it because people tagged me in it. Uh, all after me, by the way, Lane Loyal, our friend. Message me whenever Greg Fitzsimmons' album came out and said, hey, man, Greg's album came out today. He does that water fountain joke, and I had to go listen to it. And it was just it's, None of us were... It's not like it was word for word, but we all hit on the same idea of, like, this is crazy, like, that we just, you know, water fountains or whatever. Can you imagine other countries singing? To bring like, it back around, it was also right around the time of the Mencia stuff, so you couldn't... You didn't want to be, nobody wanted to be even remotely associated with anything that sounded like somebody else's joke. Yeah. And so I dropped it because I, I was, I definitely was the lowest there, but it did make me laugh because I got a buddy, Mike Evans. Uh, he's in LA now, but he was originally in Seattle and uh, he was doing it uh, whenever I got here. And uh, I never, I, I've never told him, I never, I never let him know that, uh, that that was my joke. <laughs> um so Tony Frederick uh, saw me do that joke very early on and just basically came up to me telling me how funny he thought it was. And he was like, man, I feel like I was like, I could really help you with that joke. I, I feel like I feel like that's a joke. I wish I told I could fucking get into it. And that's basically what he said was he just sat there and said he wished that he wrote that joke and that he could help me with that joke. And then, and then months that, later, that was, that was the help. <laughs> Yeah, months later it turned into yeah. I helped him with that joke, man. I definitely <laughs> I helped him. I helped him. Me and him, we sat down and fucking got. We just made a pot of coffee, and I I was on the computer typing, and Chase was just walking back and forth, just spitting ideas, and that's what we did. And uh, that's not what happened at all. <laughs> that's not even a little bit of what happened. I did a show but at the house. Mencia liked that joke. That's why I was talking about it. Mencia. Oh. So so that if He's he did steal a joke. 
it's that joke. Just a heads up. That's the one that he's going to steal. Because <laughs> he told me I should do I'm an African listening. accent. He told me I should do an African accent whenever I'm the person that's uh, saying that I saw the water, like saw the money for the first time. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Nope, absolutely not. <laughs> Chase, I will not. As somebody who just recently angered a lot of people on the internet, I'm going to tell you, uh, that would be a bad move. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not. White dudes doing uh, stereotypical African accents, is, does not go, it doesn't go over no. well anymore. Not I'm not even. trying to impersonate any other culture or person. No. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a dumb country white boy. That's all yeah. I am, and that's all. God I fearing, God fearing. First off, I'm a Christian. Okay, before we go any farther, I love Jesus, but I'm not gonna change my voice. This is just this is the voice that Jesus gave me. That's what I'm gonna go with. It's what he wanted me to have. But anyway, so I'm really pumped to do these Mencia shows. It's four shows. It's my it's my first like uh, really big uh, outing and shows. But Michelle is starting a new job pretty soon. Uh, that is going to be it's going to allow me to go back to get back into doing all the shows again because she'll be working a week and then off week, work week and off week. So I'll be able to do all of the mics again, like off all week. Yeah, yeah, seven right, on well, seven off. So then well, I'll get to stop. start doing shit. All right, cool. We gotta stop recording on Thursdays then, because these Thursdays yeah, recordings this is kill dumb. me. I fucking hated it. <laughs> so what happened? For those of you who don't know, peel back the curtain. We record one week on Saturday, and then the next week on Thursday, and yeah. so it's hard to live a, enough of a life to talk about for an hour in like the three days in between recording. That's why uh, you got forty-five minutes about Carlos Mencia today. <laughs> I really tried to stretch out the Mencia stuff because it's kind of what we got. That's kind of it's kind of what we have. It's, I, I, I told Toy Man a story about Mencia just to say that I didn't eat Mexican food with him. Uh that was that was really that was really the only thing that I I'm gonna ask him I'm gonna ask him about that South Park show. Yeah. <laughs> I look, if you're a comic coming up and you have an opportunity to do to to do a show like that, do it. It doesn't matter. You're not going to be associated. Nobody's going to think that you have anything to do with something that that comic did 10 years ago. Hold on. We're talking about joke thieves. I'm not saying to go, oh, if they let Bill Cosby out of jail, that you should open for him. That's It's very right. different. <laughs> I'm saying, like, people did not want to do the show because Mencia is seen as a joke thief or did or whatever. But that's dumb because you could get four shows in front of a sold-out club for an entire weekend of people that have never heard of you and want to laugh and now will look you up and know your comedy and subscribe to your podcast every week and listen to it. Yeah, and by the so way, like Josh is not going to be introduced. Like They're not going to introduce us as like, this is Carlos Mencia's favorite fucking person. <laughs> he loves Josh Watts. Right here, Mencia fucking Josh loves said that fuck everybody. No. Josh said yeah, you're Mencia gonna get it. over everything. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Every single one of them. But no, you're going to get introduced. As, hey, this is a guy from uh, Mandeville, Louisiana, coming up. Fucking one of our favorites is around or whatever. So they, the people are going to know, oh, this is like the local guy opening. They're not going to. Yeah. So now, yeah. if it gets to a point to where I could see somebody having conflict with it, if Mencia was like, hey, you should come with me on the road. Because now you are kind of married to him. If it's like. I would go. Uh, and yeah and that's the I thing would, is i would go still still probably go <laughs> yep. still probably do yep. it but but I'll i do go. get like I, I to that degree i understand it a little bit more of maybe not like wanting to be that closely associated because then it is you're you know traveling with him you are to some degree a buddy with him uh but 
If it's just he's there for the night, he's there for two nights, you better take that fucking money and yeah. take that fucking stage exactly. time and take exactly. that fucking audience. That's the way I always look at it. I, I, every time you're performing for somebody like that, like the chances are those people probably don't come to a lot of comedy shows. They probably haven't exactly. seen a lot. Exactly. And, and they're coming out to see the guy from TV, and now you get to you get to be their introduction into, oh, this scene has good comics around. I'm going to go see Thank this guy. You. This guy lives around here. I'm going to go see this guy next time that he's in Lafayette. He's in New Orleans. He's wherever. I'll go see him because I remember when I went to go see my favorite uh, joke-stealing comedian from the TV. When I went there to go see is. him, he was up there doing his own material, and it was great. Like. <laughs> And that's, you know, like, that's your growth. Like, you got to take those we're, opportunities. But also, for real, where we are in Louisiana, if Carlos Mencia loves me and was like, hey, you want to go on the road with me? I'm going. Because uh, there isn't shit going on around here that's going to get me the same exposure that going on the road and doing a show with, I'll be his best friend. Fuck it. I'll, I'll steal jokes for him. I'll beat comics up and take their jokes for Mencia, all right? This is all, this is, I've, I've flipped my, Chase flipped me over during this hour podcast we've just recorded. Fuck you. If you're a comic with a good joke, I'm going to beat you the fuck up and I'm going to take it. It's going to be Carlos's joke. You hear me? All jokes belong to Carlos. You got to pay up. They're all Carlos's jokes, you motherfuckers. He's just letting you use them, okay? But they all go to him eventually. <laughs> That's funny. I I could not get over though that they uh, when people don't want to do that show. That that was. I knew that would happen. That's crazy to me, man. I I'll, knew that would happen because there's a lot of guys with that personality down in Louisiana. Of uh, you know, my whole thing is I hate that. I hate I hate fucking joke thieves. Like, yeah, I fucking hate him too. You think I'm excited yeah. about some dude out there making money off of somebody else's work? No. But I'm going to try to make money off of him now if he's exactly. fucking here, you know? Exactly. I'm going I'm to get that. I'm going to get that Skrilla. I'm going to get my, my cheddar. Is that. Also, that, you should go up and do Mencia jokes. I'm going <laughs> to. I didn't want to say that at the beginning, but I'm, I am. I'm going to go up and do his yeah. entire. His last yeah. special. I'm going to do him. it. Fuck, do it. What's he going to say? You shouldn't steal jokes? Carlos Mencia, tell me I shouldn't steal jokes. <laughs> Go tweet Actually, about it. <laughs> my plan was I was going to make sure that they had a second mic hooked up. And the second he was like, once he got real good into a set, I was going to do an exact impression of Joe, like word for word. I was going <laughs> to steal the speech that Joe Rogan used on him about stealing jokes. And I was going to do it right in front of him. And I was going to video it and send it to Joe. Notice me, Joe! You got hitters out here, Joe. We ain't forgot. I'm all Carlos Menstelia, okay? I'm gonna get him. <laughs> I remember that. Good lord. Yeah, Menstelia. That was like his whole fucking... Uh, so, uh, another thing he's gonna throw you off is Carlos's real name is Ned, so... <laughs> I hope you're ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be honest. I'm glad that you just told me that because if yeah. that came, like, if I shook his hand, and he said, "Oh, hey, Ned," I would say, uh, "What? Yeah, what'd you say?" So if it, I can't imagine, I can't imagine that he's uh, made his group any smaller. By the way, this is the Mencia Hour. I don't know why we just we uh, we're in here. So oh, fuck whenever, that, yeah. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck these Thursday recordings, man. What have we done this week? <laughs> I was going to talk about keeping a fitness journal, but fuck it. We're talking about Menstelia now. 
<laughs> he brings he brings a crew that like does his merch stuff. Like he's got two or three people that they sell his merch for him. A guy takes his pictures and everything. Um, and uh, and they all will call him Ned, like because they're they know you know what I'm saying they like really mm. know him. So yeah, it it threw me off too at first was they were calling him Ned, and then when he gave me the check, the name of his company is uh, Nedlos, like combination of Ned and Carlos. Uh, so Nedlos LLC paid me or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's because he's he's not actually uh he's not actually Mexican. He's from Honduras, and uh, just all of his family is Hispanic, like his cousins and stuff. I didn't know that. And uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to help you <laughs> give give you the best opportunity to go in there and steal his jokes. Okay, at least make yeah. him like you first. So you're before. gonna tell me all this stuff about Mencia, and then I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that show. I'm not doing the show. <laughs> He's from Honduras. His name is Ned. Uh, he changed it to Carlos because he's so big in Hispanic culture. His uh, he has family that's Mexican and stuff like that. He just happens to be from Honduras. I'm gonna check, uh, so he better. I'm gonna check, yeah. Ned. <laughs> um. All right. Let's fucking look. We did our 35 minutes on Carlos Mencia. I think we did yeah. it. Can I bitch about this fitness journal, Chase? Yes, please. I please. I've been keeping a fitness journal. I'm holding it up so that you can see. I see it. it. That's the oh. that's the perks of subscribing on YouTube. You get to see the journal. Okay? A thousand of you. We need you right now. We need one five-star review a week. I need a thousand motherfuckers on YouTube tomorrow, okay? You've got you've got eight hours. <laughs> you've got eight hours starting now. Oh, we're not putting this episode up for four days, but you've got eight hours. Uh, I've been keeping a fitness journal to try to keep track of all uh, the massive amounts of weight that I'm pushing and pulling to make sure that I'm improving enough. And yeah. uh, Chase, I'm a cool guy. I'm a real One cool guy. One of the coolest. Uh, I wear Vans. Like, I got some yep. Adidas. Yep. Uh, I I have a tattoo. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm yeah, cool. I've seen it. But Chase, every time I take out my little fucking diary and I start writing my little fucking notes in there, doesn't feel good. I don't like it at all. Uh, <laughs> I feel like a big fucking Poindexter. Uh, nobody it's said not the a right... goddamn thing about it, but it doesn't feel good. It's not the right vibe, right? Like, because once you once you like get done, like once you throw those fucking weights on the ground and they know what happened to them, you know what I'm saying? Once you fucking yeah. throw them into the earth, once you let what just yeah. happened to them sink in, yeah, yeah. They see it, and now you're all tough, and you're looking at yourself in the mirror, and now you got to sit down and fucking lick your pen and write out some equation. Today, of what honestly, you just did. I'm not feeling all that. <laughs> Dear diary, not Dear my best workout day. journal. Bench press machine was smelly today. <laughs> I, I felt like hate I could have gave more effort, but you know what? I'm here. And you love me, journal. And, <laughs> and that's all that matters, that I believe in me. And that's me. all that needs. All right. Now I'm going to go fucking knock out <laughs> these <laughs> lap pulls. Uh, but I've been, uh, I have been, uh, it's been increasing. I've been working out a lot harder. Uh, I've started adding some more cardio. And uh, do you, uh, are you familiar with the rowing machine? Yeah, you man. You know what I'm talking about? All right. I've never used one before. Uh, I've always thought they were for idiots. Every time I saw one, I'm like, look at that guy. He look. He's an idiot. It's not a boat, dumbass. What are you doing? <laughs> what, what you are you doing? The water? What you think you had a boat? Ain't no water, you dummy. This is a YMCA. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but I got on one the other day because uh, everybody crowds into the ellipticals. And uh, so I got on it and um, I am buying one like within the next day or two. It is uh, like the greatest workout thing next to kettlebells that I found uh recently that's not just deadlifts yeah. uh yeah i really like it it's a good exercise that i could do for a while and uh i get real sweaty which makes me feel like i did something and uh i had to write it down i got fucking pages of rowing for this long at this <laughs> fucking resistance and uh, i don't like keeping a fitness journal i've had to start keeping track of what i'm eating in an app but there's nothing fucking dumber than having to go oh today i didn't type in that fucking shit Bro, I chased down, I chased down a bison and I killed it with my bare hands and I cooked the meat over an open fire that I started from nothing. And then I had to take my phone out and type that into an app to find out exactly how many macronutrients were in the bison that I murdered and ate. <laughs> I think I'm in shape. All right, app. I don't think I explained anything. Well, I caught it and killed it. So I think I'm doing all right. Yeah. So how many calories did that burn? Huh? <laughs> oh man i started out let's see what the other one was oh overnight oats have you ever heard of overnight oats no i can't i'm not real good with breakfast uh i don't like breakfast at all i usually just work out and then eat an hour after i work out like i drink a protein shake after but i try to i go all morning empty stomach and uh that's i wanted to oh man this is then see you and then diet talk, guys. This is it. Uh, <laughs> and then I realized I could probably lift more weight if I ate more. And I found out about uh, overnight oats. And yeah. I went and bought these mason jars. And you put uh, Greek yogurt, <laughs> almond milk, plain oats, like oats out of a thing, a cup of oats in there. And then um, I use uh, maple protein syrup and then protein powder. Put the lid on it, shake it up, and set it in the fridge overnight. And then the next morning... It's like uh, congealed into just a mess of shit that, that is not, it's not good. It doesn't taste good. It's not great, but uh, it <laughs> yeah, makes you feel good. Well. And the week that, the uh, week or two I've been doing it, like uh, the, the, my weight has increased way more than it did before. This, nobody cares about this. I don't know why I'm telling you. No, this. man. This is Eat a overnight bro. oats, you weak bitches. It'll make you stronger and you'll oh. push and pull more fucking weights. Get off your ass. And make some overnight oats and put some fucking weights, you pansies. Health is wealth, okay? That's what we do it around here. Positive uh, messages <laughs> on buckets of ducats, all right? Open for joke thieves and fucking lift a weight, all right? Eat a goddamn oat and see what happens to your life. <laughs> see what happens. Eat an oat and see what happens. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, ain't, ain't nobody ever regretted eating an oat. I guarantee you that. Not one guarantee time. guarantee you that. I did. It's a, uh, it's <laughs> actually I hate it. I really hate it. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's in the nineties over here, which is uh, which is hell for people in, in Seattle. Seattle? Because, yeah, y'all don't have air gets, conditioner. That's exactly where I'm going, bro. Nope. So, uh, yeah. That, this, so, uh, so there's there's a thing uh, that fucking communists made up called global warming, right? And uh, and I guess it's happening. I don't know. It seems it seems like it's really happening because uh, people tell me stories. Oh, because a thirteen year old little girl told you it was happening. It's real. Come on, <laughs> come give on. Give me a fucking break. I don't, she makes a good point, bro. I don't know. And so, 
Apparently, fucking uh, the year before I moved here, it never got hotter than 75. Apparently, up until I got here, uh, the summers were only 75. You don't need no AC, Chase, whatever. Chase Myers brings the heat. Who? It's just a fact. It's just a fact at this point. And so... Every, every summer I've been here, I've fallen into this trap where I believe the people that have lived here for a while. But I've lived here for five years now, so I, I'm starting to have a say on this. We, they need air conditioning here. It's fucking crazy, okay? Because it does hit the 90s now. It will hit the 90s uh, for like a week or two here. That's too much. You can't not have AC, and most people don't, right? 70, 75? That's too much, dude. I keep this house at 69. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. That's 90 degrees without an air conditioner. Ah. Yeah. So that changed my life. So because I'm like, yo, I'm not going home and have a fucking heat stroke in my own bed. Okay. The fuck out of here. I'm going to go in my own house and be uncomfortable. No. So what I'm doing now is I'm planning out activities when I get off work of air conditioned places is where I'm going. I just walked around Fred Meyer. That's the Walmart of out here. I just walked around Fred Meyer for like three hours the other day, just pushing the buggy around. I looked, I read every label, every, like every product that they had. I'm just looking into stuff. I, uh, I, I, so the other thing I was like, I remembered, oh yeah, I have a Planet Fitness membership because their whole thing is like, hey, give us like five dollars a month and then forget about it for years. Yep. And that's how we make money. Because and they come here and we'll yell at we'll yell at you for dropping the weights. Yeah. And so or maybe they'll yell at other people. I ain't yelling at fucking me. And so uh <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start going to the gym. I've been I've been Fuck just doing yes. yoga. I've been just doing yoga. Uh Fuck I yeah, play dude. basketball. That's my normal workout. I do yoga, I go play basketball. But at, I do the same like yoga workouts. Like there's only like three or four of them I do, and I get bored with them. It's hard to do the same thing over and over again. I say, yeah, there's only what? three yoga workouts. Everybody knows that. Every week I sit here and I look at a fucking uh, yoked up fucking muscle meat castle <laughs> right across from me, and uh, and I'm like, you know what? I'm look. I'm done the the fucking to fucking look bad at it over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, look, your boy can get it too. And so uh, so I walked into this Planet Fitness. And I just Fuck had my yeah. arms out. I was like, I'm home. I'm back. You guys, home. You guys been waiting for me. I'm back, baby. Is this the one I signed up at, actually? Because I don't remember which one is my... Is I lost my or... I lost my keychain thing. Do you still... And so I talked to the dude. I'm like, hey, man. Uh, so I know you guys probably been waiting for me, but I, uh, I haven't have been here in a while. So, uh, what, what's the deal? I don't have, can you make me another little keychain thing? And I guess in the, in the two years that I haven't been there, technology has advanced and now they do it on an app. And he's like, Oh no, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you haven't been here in a while. Uh, why don't you go ahead and download the planet fitness app? And I was like, first off, check your fucking tone. I'll do yep. it if I feel like it. And, you work uh, in planet you got, fitness. Watch your attitude. Yeah. All right. You're 17. Shut the fuck up. And so, and so I download the app, go through the whole thing so that I can like scan in for him to do it. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, actually, I was paying for the $20 one. I was paying for the black card one because you get to go in the tanning beds there. Uh, and I never, so fucking, much. <laughs> I never fucking once went, but that was why I did. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to fucking pump and I'll get tan and I'll just fucking go get bitches. That's what I'm going to do. And none of that happened. 
And so I, uh, I, so I was like, yo, can we drop it to like the $10 one? And, uh, he was like, Oh, you want to change your plan? And I was like, yeah, dude. And he's like, do you know when was the last time you were here? And I was like, Oh, it's gotta be like two years. Cause I, I know for sure I quit coming for a few months before lockdown. And then I haven't been here since lockdown. And, right. uh, so I was like, it's, it's probably close to two years. And he goes, why don't you guess? I was like, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, are we playing a game? <laughs> He's oh. like, yeah, why don't you guess? I'm like, okay, I'll guess, motherfucker. And so uh, I got all competitive about it. I was like, all right, we're doing this. And so I sat there. I was like, I literally counted out the months. And I was like, okay, I think January of 2019 is probably it. And he was like, oh, December of 2018. I was like, I still fucking win. Okay, I still yeah, goddamn uh, win. Uh, you work so, at Planet Fitness and you're 17, so I win. That's how that. Yeah, that's how this always works. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so. Hooks me up. Now I'm going into Planet Fitness. I, I went two days in a row. I didn't go today. Because uh, okay. I got to give my body some rest. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I'm in there just... I'm, I'm just peacocking everywhere, bro. I'm trying to just be dominant when I walk in. I'm, I'm, I, some dude was like in the mirror just like fucking doing curls for the girls. And I just stood right in front of him, bro. I just stood Fuck right yes. in front. Stretch just in got, front of him, dude. Yes. Just got in, dude. Ass to him, too. That's the way I did it. I yeah. Did it. <laughs> yeah. Right at him. Uh, I relate yeah, to so, I relate to these power moves. I don't know if you know they're not. I relate. Oh, to I do. I, that's why I'm telling you these. Yeah. So I, whenever I, people uh, leave water bottles standing on the ground too far away from their equipment, I'll go out of my way to accidentally kick it across the gym with my foot when I'm walking by, <laughs> and then they have to go I'll get it because they're stupid and left it out there. <laughs> so uh, this has been my move. I go in and I do I do yoga first. I still do yoga. Okay. I do DDP yeah, yeah. just uh, over in the stretching corner. And, uh, and everybody looks at me because DDP has you do these moves where you just have your arms out straight and, uh, and <laughs> yeah, your arms are straight out and nobody can hear that I'm listening to a workout on my <laughs> headphones and they don't know the DDP is like talking to me uh, about, yeah, extend your arms out, stretch, and I, I shouldn't be able to slap them because they should be like a fire hose, a fire hose shooting out your arm. He's doing all that before he even like counts down how long you're doing it. So in oh, real yeah. time, I'm standing there for like a minute, just dead face looking ahead with my arms straight you out. You got it, DDP! <laughs> 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 I'm just doing that, and uh, I'm just owning it. I don't give a fuck. I'm looking straight at the people on the ellipticals. Yeah, I'm just looking them. them dead in the eyes. I'm not about to look my head down. DDP said, "Keep your head straight." I'm keeping my head straight, right? And so <laughs> I do that workout, and then uh, Planet Fitness has that like 30 minute like circuit workout thing where it's like yeah. you do every you do every one, uh, you know, whatever. And so I go, and so I did that for two days. And uh, Josh, me and you both have this problem. Of once we once we get our pump on a little bit, uh, we just can't have sleeves. Just can't have oh, sleeves. Nah, and so dude. I just came home and just started ripping sleeves off yeah. of everything I had. Like this is my only shirt with sleeves now. <laughs> and <laughs> there's a reason I'm wearing a brand new shirt today. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny how quickly it went to my head because like it, it, you know I, I left out and I could feel like in my arms that I was strong. Oh, yeah. Dude, I just. I just wanted to fight. I just wanted to fight people. I just wanted to just fucking just shoulder, just give people a little shoulder and see what happens. Chase, maybe I'm this like, episode, maybe this episode is the Freaky Friday episode. <laughs> that's that's how I live my life every fucking day. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm so going to go fight my neighbors. I'm going to fight my neighbors. I'm going to find out. All right, you got a firefighter, so I can't, I can't, I can't. Look, we've been shitting on Mencia, so I can't steal that. Oh, they're uh, teaming so up go. on me. They're teaming up against me in the gym. 
The really? fire. Yeah, you remember I told you I talked shit to uh, uh, I was fucking with those teenagers. Did I tell you about that? The teenagers that work so. out. All right. Uh, there's this group of teenagers because it's summertime now, and it's these three teen guys that are in the gym at the same time that I'm there usually in the mornings. And uh, the other day they were. You can't. You can't just sit on equipment you're not using. I don't give a fuck who you are. You can't just sit on equipment if you're not using it. Go fucking sit on a seat outside of the gym. It's insane. And you can't use multiple pieces of equipment. Like, if all three of you are over here using the shoulder press, you can't tell me that I can't use the lat pull-down. Which, it blew right. my, I walked over, nobody was using it. The lat pull-down is one of my favorites. I do a couple exercises on the machine, so I was pretty excited to get to it. I hooked up the weight, and a kid walked over from the other side of the gym. Uh, like 15, 16 walked over and told me, oh, we're using, we're using this. And I looked and they were all three over there still lifting. And I said, okay. It seemed like it. And then I, I just used it because they never even came back. Like they weren't waiting on me. So I just used the machine. <laughs> um, yeah, of course. Yeah, and, you can work well, in by the way, if yeah. you want to, if you're using no, it. No, you can't. No, you can't. Oh, okay. No, I not only you can't. No, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I like <laughs> If they were for real using the equipment to stand right there waiting, I would have been like, oh, all right. But I'm not going to not use this no, you while can't you're do also not using it. And Look, they also as a, they, as a fellow person that goes to the gym, I fucking hate that, okay? Yes. As a fellow person who goes to... Dude, we're going to be the bucket... Uh, we're going to become bucket of yoked up ducats. That's who it's going to be. <laughs> we're just going to be too fucking big to be in our Zoom. Yeah, we're so, not even going to uh, be in the fucking <laughs> square anymore. It's just gonna be. <laughs> so, just gonna, gonna um, see like a little, a little top part of my titty right there. It's all gonna be focused in because I'm so goddamn huge. <laughs> so I don't want to be. Um, I love the gym. It's done uh, just uh, a world of good things for me. So I don't want to chase anybody out of the gym. They're teenagers. Maybe they don't know the rules. Um, so I'm not gonna be shitty about it. I just used the machine when I was done. I left. I'm not gonna bully them. But. They leave their water bottles out all over the place or, uh, yeah, they're like, but it's just like designing or just plastic bottles of water. And if you leave your water a foot and a half out from the machine you're using, I'm going to kick it across the fucking gym. I walk by, I walk by and I hit it with my foot and I'll knock it across the fucking gym. And then nope, they're not going to come ask you to go pick up their water bottle. They left in the middle of the floor. Um, and (laughs) They watch this old man, because early in the morning at the YMCA, it's just old It's just old people time. A lot of old people in there getting their old pump on. And these kids watch this old guy set up the bench press, wipe it down, and then he went to get water or something, and they just jumped on and started working out. And, like, I walked over there, and uh, I said, hey, do you think that old guy was putting the weights on for you to use them? Do you think he was racking right. that up for you? And they were like, oh, uh, and they kind of... St- they were kind of shitty about it. And then, um, I don't think, like, oh, well, and I was like, yeah, um, he was putting those on there cause he's going to, that's why he didn't put the weights on there for you. And, uh, they were like, oh, we were just going to try to jump. And I was like, yeah, you don't get off of it. You got to get off of it. And they're like, yeah, I was like, ah, right, get off the fucking machine, man. That guy was using it. You saw him put his weights there. That's not, it just doesn't work like that around here. And because he was standing there, he's not going to say anything. He's 112 years old. He's not going to go pick a fight with 
three 15 year olds. I will. I will. I don't you will. Yeah, you got that right. 15 of them. <laughs> I, can't, and, uh, I, I can beat the shit out of 30 15 year olds. For real. And they were like, just keep uh, them coming. Like, Line them up. Right. I'll fucking Jackie Chan every one of those little motherfuckers. But, bruh, I could do this for all real. day. Neck snap. <laughs> neck snap. Neck snap. Neck snap. Neck snap. Cash check. Just body. Cash check. Cash check. <laughs> <laughs> and stab neck. Oh, I'm sorry. I got my knife out. <laughs> um, and then the next, uh, my friend, there's another guy in there that I, uh, that I, there's only one guy in the gym that I talked to that I, that I actually like, and he's a 50 something year old power lifter who just goes in there and just lifts up crazy amount of weight and grunts. And it's fucking awesome. He yelled at him about something too. And the next day he was walking up and he went to go apologize to him. And he told me, I yelled at those kids the other day. And I was like, yeah, I did too. And he's like, ah, man, I don't want to chase him out of gym. I don't go tell him I'm sorry. And I was like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. And then he went over there and he was talking to him. And Chase, I walked up behind him and said, no, fuck them. You don't owe them an apology. And they all started laughing because they thought I was joking. I wasn't, but they thought I was joking. And Chase, I went with it. I was like, you know what? We're going to be friendly. That's, I am joking. <laughs> and now those dudes talk to me every morning. The kids fist bump me every morning when I come hey, in. Hey, like, all right. Yeah. But the, in between the day that I yelled at them and the next time that I saw them, uh, they added a fourth workout partner, uh, and it was the fireman. Uh, I think he had worked in a set. I think he was working in on a set with them on the bench press. But when I walked in, after, the day after I yelled at them, I came in. And there they were with that little old bitch-ass fireman trying to be best. Like they was having a slumber party in the bench press machine. And I walked oh, in. Oh, and that said, fireman oh, was just loving it. I fucking That fireman was just it. loving having friends. Look, he looked like a dog rubbing in stink. Just, mm, mm, mm. look at mm. these little boys hanging out with me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I got all the friends. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I don't like these kids anymore. And then when he got up to go get water or something, they started making fun of his socks. <laughs> And I'm gonna be honest. I think that's half of what made me like uh, decide to be cool with them. But uh, I've also been taking ashwagandha root. Have you ever heard of that? No, man. <laughs> it's supposed. It's a natural that. supplement. It's supposed to be good for uh, muscle recovery and anxiety and stuff. And uh, I've been taking that. I've been listening to self help books to deal with anger. Um, Bro, I hate yeah. self help. <laughs> so I'm not a fan of them. I'm not a fan of them either. Uh, <laughs> So far, all they've done is make me more mad. Uh, a couple of them have helped, but it's... There's, I, I just have too much of an attitude whenever I fucking read them. Like, I, uh, there was some book that everybody was fucking... My face uh, during like, oh. time is this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just stank face the whole time. Ugh. Just, ugh. That's what you want me to do? Be uh, where your feet are? Ugh. Ugh. That's the one, I, that's the one I'm listening to now. That's the one I'm who listening to now. Be where yeah. your feet are. I'll tell you who does. The stupid lady that got twelve ninety nine of my dollars off of Audible. <laughs> Her feet are fine. <laughs> got fresh paint on them toes. Her feet are yep. doing great. Those Fucking, toes are so, pedicured. <laughs> so there was some book a couple years ago that everybody sweared was like the greatest comedy book for if you have a uh, uh, fucking writer's block or whatever. Uh, I, I like how I went blank on writer's block. I was like, what's it called when <laughs> you can't think of uh, what it is? It's like a uh, stoppage or something. So 
<laughs> I, I forget what it was like. The art of being an artist is for art, for art people and arts or whatever. It was some stupid shit. And every fucking person, I, I, I was listening to comedy podcasts and all the comedians talking about how great it was. Travis was fucking loving it. My roommate, he's six foot nine, and he's just it just got up to him, and he just thought it was the greatest thing. He's like, "Hey man, you got to read this." And I was like, "Okay, man, I would love to read something that would maybe open my mind up and allow me to be more free as a writer." And the first hundred pages are just him saying the same thing over and over again about how you got to identify what your problems are that are keeping you from writing. And I was like, yeah, I fucking know that I have a problem writing. That's why I'm reading your fucking book. I'm here already. I'm at that fucking stage. What are you talking about? I know what happened. Tell me what to do now. I've identified that there's a problem. I'm reading your fucking book you just ripped me off for, and I hated it. And all these comics at... uh. Uh, one show I was doing or something, they're all talking about it. Uh, they're fucking full of shit about how it changed their lives and all kind of stuff. And I just, I just fucking went off about how bullshit it is and how I don't need somebody to tell me how to think or whatever and all kind of stuff. And I was like, plus there's like this George Carlin thing uh, about how self help's not even a real thing because if I'm taking the time to read the book, that's not that's just help. It's just fucking help. Like I'm not <laughs> helping myself. That's <laughs> that's help. That's not self help. What the fuck is self help? And so I'm just doing all that. I fucking hated it. I cleaned up my room a little bit. It's still a fucking mess. But I cleaned up my room a little bit the other day, and I found the book. And I got all angry again. So it's really funny that you, <laughs> yeah, I, that you brought that up, Chase. They've really helped me. Uh, they've helped me a lot. And uh, w before, like when I first started working out at the Y. I was 292 or something like that, and I am 265 right, right now, which is uh, pretty awesome. Good job, bro. Yeah, it's a pretty good feeling. It's all gut, like every bit of it. Every bit of the weight I've lost oh, is just my, my gut. Uh, you know how you talked about like you gain right in your neck and your stomach? That's the only yeah. place I just get. I probably do on my neck. I wouldn't know because of the beard. You just wouldn't know, but yeah. <laughs> my stomach just gets like just out more. Like The rest of me doesn't look yeah. all that different, but uh yeah 265 i'm pretty happy with that uh it's i don't like eating good a fitness journal is stupid as fuck uh what were you just <laughs> chase you were just talking about something and i wanted to uh self-help uh books and comedy and uh I, I, don't know. I don't know if it's been because of the self-help books because i've listened to I, I go to sleep at night listening to them and i've listened to several of them um I've also uh, done a couple of, uh, this sounds really bad. I've done a couple of sober days <laughs> where I've just not done anything. And like, I'm kind of. You crazy. Yeah, dude. I'm starting to, I don't know. I'm, uh, I think working out is helping a lot, but I'm starting to calm down a little bit, like getting more, uh, normal, less confrontational. I we'll see. Any... <laughs> Luckily, the fuck there's that? <laughs> Luckily, there's a weekly checkup where we can find out for sure, uh, if you're doing yeah, okay well, or not. Oh shit! I I gotta tell this before we go. Uh, okay. It it the worst part is this comes right after I talked about how peaceful I've been. Um, Zoe got <laughs> sick last week and threw up at summer camp, like an hour okay. after I dropped her off. So I'm still I'm in the gym and I didn't hear the phone call to come pick her up. So they called me, didn't get me. They called uh, Michelle and got her work. And her boss, she wasn't at work yet because it was too early. And her boss was like, oh, she's not here yet. But her boss was like, hey, the lady that called me to say Zoe was sick, you could hear kids talking. And she said, y'all need to just shut up. 
And she's like, I don't know, that seems weird if she's teaching them at a summer camp. And Michelle told me, and uh, Chase, to think that my little angel threw up and some lady I'm paying money to watch her at a summer camp told her to shut up. I can't begin to tell you the rage. Yeah. I. Oh, man. So... I didn't find Michelle purposely didn't tell me about it until after I picked Zoe up Friday and brought her home because then I had Saturday, Sunday, and Monday yeah. morning to come. She knows which who she's a, married to. It was a smart move. She does. It was a smart move. Um, but man, I thought I thought about it all weekend. And you know, in your head, you're like, I'm gonna go in there and I'm just gonna grab her by her ponytail and I'm gonna slam her face into the desk. <laughs> Like you have all these like I'm gonna I'm gonna run in, I'm just gonna fucking stutter right in a fucking stunner and I'm a DTA <laughs> like yeah well I was like no you shut up <laughs> I'm gonna take a receipt spindle and stab it in her neck and say now you shut up and I'll staple her lips closed. Uh I was so Monday morning I bring Zoe in and I say, All right, uh give her a hug and she goes and plays and the lady's sitting right there. And I said, hey, I want to ask you about something. Um, Friday, when you called, uh, Friday, when Zoe got sick, someone from here called me and left a message because they didn't get me. But then they called my wife's work, uh, a Miss Amanda. And she's like, oh, that's me. I knew it was you. I wanted you to say it was you before we got further into this. I know. I know. It was so you, you agree wanted, that it's you. I, I wanted you to say that it was you. <laughs> and I said, uh, Michelle's boss, uh, my wife's boss said that the lady, Miss Amanda, who called, that's you. Uh, she goes, yeah, I called. She said, oh, she said that when you called, she heard uh, like kids' voices and that she heard you say, y'all need to shut up. And uh, she goes, oh. And I was like, why do you think she heard? Why do you think she would say that? <laughs> and uh, she goes, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I said that. And uh, I stood there for a minute. She was like, I, "That's uh, no, that doesn't. I wouldn't." And I said, "You don't tell my little daughter to shut up, do you?" And I didn't mean to say it. I said it a certain. I said it away. <laughs> She's yeah, like, I, "I don't think so." And I'm standing over her, sitting in a chair with my arms crossed. And I said, "You don't tell my daughter to shut up, do you?" And she said, uh, "No, no, I, I would never say that." And I said, "Okay, good, good, good." And then. And we kind of like uh, that awkward, like kind of chuckle. And then Chase, I couldn't help it. I stopped and I said, good, don't. <laughs> and I just stared at that lady till she looked away. <laughs> and yeah. I went and got in my car and uh, the, I still was like, I should have slammed her head in the fucking desk. <laughs> I don't know. She's if she, actually, she just had her head out there just waiting to get stunned. She just, <laughs> I don't know if she said it or not, because I didn't hear what that lady heard. But it seems more likely to me that she said it than Michelle's boss just decided to make that up. Right. Unless she listened uh, to the show and wanted us to have good content for this episode. <gasps> we got inceptioned. Shit! Shit, is this a dream? Oh, is, am, I, man. am I inside of another dream that is a dream? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will say this. You may, you may actually be a little more peaceful. Or... You've just uh, taken, uh, you've learned from me a little bit because you've had two stories today 
where you kind of you pulled a move that I definitely would pull, which was the do you think that they put those weights on there <laughs> for you to use? That's a very me type way of handling that. And then the why do you think <laughs> she would say that? That's also a very so I, I that is a that is slightly more peaceful than how you this would normally go about it. It's really funny because um I was about to say, now my kids are old to tell on me if I just scream at them. So I don't just yell at them anymore. I have to actually say things that make sense. You have to be more tactical <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> but I've realized since becoming a parent of two toddlers uh, that the way you talk to people is the way that you should talk. <laughs> Instead of just being like, hey, he didn't. Hey, those fucking weights were there for him, you dumb shits. Like, hey, let's all let's let's take a minute here. <laughs> <laughs> let's think of let's yeah. let's talk this out. Let's see what we all get yeah. to, and uh, it it works. It's I'm always- just trying to change people's <laughs> lives, man. I want them to I want them to go a changed person after our conversation. I want them to realize what they've done. <laughs> What's really funny is uh, one of my self help books has helped me. Uh, has I helped myself realize that I don't I don't need to teach people a lesson was one of the main points of one of the books is like, it's not your job to teach people a lesson that they're wrong. And I, Nonsense. it is my job. It's a hundred percent my job <laughs> it's, it's to teach you assholes how to fucking act. That's dumb. <laughs> but it did make me think for a second that while yelling and confrontation is also fun, it's sometimes fun to let them get to it themselves. Yes. To say that, because there's also a level of condescension when you ask that. Yes. Just right. Do you think he put those on there for you? Like, yeah, it's it's just it's so it's more fun. It's more fun it to really do. Is. And I've realized now, uh, this might make me more dangerous. I've realized now, nothing happens. Nothing ever happens. Nobody wants to fight. Nobody's gonna fight. Nobody's gonna swing. Nobody wants to do anything. Nothing happens. I can do yeah. or say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> See, that's the difference because And before, I'll never learn a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I learned. Is that I learned no lessons. Yeah, that's the difference in what you're doing before. Because before there was a fight and there was punches thrown because you immediately started fighting and throwing punches. That's why that's why there was. <laughs> but if you Yeah. Okay, if you left I guess. Too, you would you see get that they were never technical do about it. it. I guess you want to get technical about it. Me punching people does count consist of starting a fight, whatever. I guess. I guess. But yeah, it turns out if you actually just let them sit there, nobody wants to do shit. Yeah, um, nobody does it. <laughs> but uh, that's a. It's funny that you say that because that's what I thought. Uh, I call that the Chase Myers method. I joke about it with Michelle about when I'm talking to the kids. I'm like, now what did you think was going to happen whenever you? I do that a lot. Like, what did you think yeah. was going to happen yeah. when you did that? What did you think you could do? And Zoe's like, I thought I could. A literal example of this was Zoe jumped off the stairs and crashed into the floor, and I said, "What did you think was going to happen when you jumped?" And she had a plastic target bag, and she said, I was holding it up, and it was supposed to parachute me. And I was like, "This thing, all right, that's my fault, then. That's bad parenting on me. That's not- <laughs> you had a plan. I just, I didn't beat you enough. <laughs> you had a plan. I just, I failed you. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Oh, that's oh, great. All right. All right. You want to get out of here? Let's wrap it up. Uh, people, you're welcome. We yeah, did that welcome. for you. We you're did welcome. that for you. Uh, We're the only podcast you know... that spent 45 minutes on Carlos Mencia since 2008. <laughs> yeah.
this will probably be our most listened to uh, pod because, uh, you know. He's going to listen to this right before the show and then he's going to say, hey, did you think I wouldn't hear that podcast? Did you did you think you could name the podcast Mind of Menstelia and I wasn't gonna see it? Is that what you thought? <laughs> and I would say, Ah, oh, you fuck! I made that joke on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out. Of here. All right, nuggets.com, uh five star review, a thousand subscribers on YouTube, thousands of subscribers. Thousands. thousands. Keep them going. Keep them going. I'll just edit it in a whole bunch of flashes. And just yeah, do a thousand. A thousand, no, we gotta get paid. We gotta start getting paid on YouTube. I want okay? some money. <laughs> oh, so, motherfucking show's called Buckets and Duckets. I fucking, I got a bucket over here just waiting on some. All right. I need the uh, duckets in it. All right. I'll see y'all next week. Bye.